0: Hey, uh, sheriff. What's up? I um, I hate to be the one to tell you this, but um, I I need to tell you. I don't need you to hear from from anybody else.
1: Oh, come on, this. I don't want to hear even more bad news this year.
0: You're going to be fired.
1: What? How? How do you know this?
0: From a cannon. Uh, the stunt you know? that we talked. The stunt that we talked about doing to uh, get people to pay attention to us more, uh, we figured that firing you from a cannon would be the best way to do it.
1: Oh, okay. So I was not fired from my so job. So I the other thing, have sent those text messages.
0: The other thing I should warn you about... Um, oh, man, this is so hard. Um, you're going to dye... That's it? You- your hair green. Uh, oh. You're going to dye your, dye your hair green oh. so that... So that when you get fired from the cannon, you look a little bit more um, obvious to people. Um, I mean,
1: green's a terrible shade on me, but honestly, at this point, I'm being fired out of a cannon. And I've already burnt my bridges with my current job, so things can't really get worse.
0: Well, now that you've said that, I, uh, well, I should probably tell you something. I mean, you you don't have to. Just stop. Your family hates you.
1: Tell me something I don't know.
0: <laughs> Your style of dress. They don't think you dress very well. I
1: don't, but it hurts to hear it anyway. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Look, man. I'm just having to. I just had to warn you. You know, I, I hate to tell it to you. See, the good thing about me is that you know I don't care what anybody thinks, even if it is my own family. You know, I've been thinking about going to um, to see a doctor. I've been weirdly pausing a lot lately. I'm not sure why.
1: Yeah, you really need to work on that, man. You, some people can get the wrong idea and 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 maybe make some really bad career
0: decisions. And clothing decisions.
1: No, well, that's something that came before. I'm just naturally a bad fashionista. I should not have used the word fashionista.
0: <laughs> no.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Nonsensical Brilliance, the podcast. I'm not gonna talk like this for the rest of the time. Thank you. <laughs> my name is Sheriff, and with me as always is my co host with the Mo host,
0: a Mr. Marcus. Thank you. Hello, thank you. I'm waving. I'm not in my, because in my room. <laughs> yep, neither. <laughs> neither I'm the only one in my room too. Who said I was the only one in my room? You did. Crap. <laughs> so, Dude. sheriff, we have a few things we need to talk about.
1: Yes, we do. And you first, all need to be part of it.
0: Yes, first of all, we 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 missed last week and this episode's getting posted a little bit late. Indeed. Um, We've been trying to come up with a regular schedule and we were doing pretty good for a while. And then we dropped the ball because of the holidays and, you know, we're going to figure out a a good schedule to start posting and and we're going to, we're not going to commit to anything. We learned that the hard way. And, but here we are better late than never. Not to
1: say that we're, we have problems with commitment. No, we're just not very good at, you know, committing to stuff and then, Following through on what we've said,
0: and sometimes we express that well, in,
1: in sabotaging other parts of our lives.
0: We also mentioned, I can't remember when, but we were like, Look, we're no longer going to make promises. Because I've listened to some of our old episodes where we make promises, and I'm like, Ew. Yeah, yeah, we really need to not do that. No more promises because daddy ain't uh, keeping them,
1: at least not until we're syndicated. I, I need us to be worldwide before I'm ready to make a commitment.
0: I like how, by the way, you just let me. Get away with that. <laughs> well, that's okay.
1: You see, sometimes we, when we care about people, when we are, you know, friends with someone, we have to let something slide under the table. Like calling myself daddy? <laughs> we will talk about this later.
0: Oh, so we won't let it slide. Okay.
1: <laughs> so, I mean, do you want to talk about it? No, we can. Man, we can.
0: It was a moment of weakness. All right. Well, as long as you realize that. Yeah, I'm, I'm fully aware sheriff we have some stories to tell ah yes one of them yes yes it is sheriff give it give us a little jingle right now Uh,
1: it's store uh it's story time
0: (laughs) perfect yeah
1: It's story Uh, story time.
0: So I've got a few and you and I are part of one of them. Are you okay with that? No, we're just gonna have to end the
1: podcast right now.
0: (laughs) So this, this podcast is going to consist of a lot of stories. It's kind of a story time episode. And we also have some things we need to discuss at the end. Um, so let's start can I I make
1: the name can I make the name of this podcast story time but with like six eyes in it just to reflect the jingle
0: I feel like that'd be really confusing (laughs) fine four eyes we'll discuss this later (laughs) when we discuss the whole daddy thing all right put it in my calendar please so the first story sheriff is a bit of a quick one and it starts with a question Sheriff, do you like corn dogs? It depends. Okay, that's you made it more complicated, but okay.
1: <laughs> I love mini corn dogs. Okay, but I find that I become too enthusiastic when I'm eating regular corn dogs, and somehow things get I get carried away, and 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 I consume the stick as well. Okay, and
0: it's a whole thing. A second question. Let's replace that question with this one. Um, would you? risk eating a corn dog in certain strange circumstances
1: okay i okay i see i okay Mm, would i risk my life for a corn dog no would i risk my health for a corn dog it depends okay
0: i'm just gonna get into the story because you are not being very helpful
1: (laughs) i'm trying to give honest answers to your questions
0: and i should have known so sheriff I went to a convenience store, a local convenience store in Knoxville and called Weigel's. I don't know why I felt like I should say it. There are other um, other convenience stores available that provide gas and food and things like that. It's a gas Um, station. Yeah, it is a gas station, not convenience store. You're right. That's that's Um, the word. (laughs) That's the word I was looking for. So I went there one evening around, I'd say, 11 o'clock at night. And Weigel's, you know, they provide food, um, some hot food. And one of the things they provide are corn dogs. Okay. So with a gas station that closes at midnight, you know, at a certain point, they're going to have to throw away some of the food that they have sitting out because it's gone bad or it's been sitting there too long. Um, and you can't just leave it out there. And so I go in there. I grab myself a couple drinks an uh, Arizona. And a water, and I start heading towards the register. Now I recognize the guy at the counter because I've it's near my house, and so him and I have a little bit of a, um, a rapport, if you will. Is that the right word?
1: Yeah, he did well.
0: Okay. Good. I've been learning. You know, if
1: you have so much rapport
0: with him. Why don't you go start a podcast with him? I mean, I could. Don't do. But I won't. It's not fair. I won't so (laughs) anyway so I get ready to go up there and and all of a sudden this man comes in I'm starting to head towards the register uh the convenience store employee let's or the gas station employee (laughs) I did it again let's give him a fake name let's call him uh Carolina no that sounds no that doesn't sound right uh Carol Carl we'll call him Carl so Carl is like behind the counter doing something below the counter. So I walk up there, this, this older man walks in. If I had to guess age wise, I'd say late fifties, maybe. Um, he looked fine, you know, trimmed a beard, nice looking clothes, seemed like a normal dude. Uh, I get to the counter and all of a sudden I hear the the guy that came in. I heard him say, Oh, I was coming in here for that. And I thought he was making a dad joke because what I thought Carl was doing was that he was uh putting like some money in the safe down below. Now I don't know if the safe is down there. I just assumed so I thought he was doing something with the money. So I thought the guy came in with like a dad joke and it was like all guns blazing, like, oh I was coming in here for that, meaning the money. And in <laughs> Carl pops up and goes, What? <laughs> and it just felt like a, a joke that went that completely failed, and I felt really awkward standing. There. I know that feeling. You do, and I do too. I shouldn't act like I'm the like you're the only one. <laughs> I do it all the time. Um, the guy says I was coming in here for that, and then all of a sudden he goes, "Now is your trash can dirty?" To which my mind went, "Okay, clearly this is not about money. <laughs> this is about something that went into the trash can." And I realized what it was. It was the corn dogs that were being left over and being thrown away. So this guy was wanting a corn dog at 11 o'clock at night um, from a gas station. He then notices me and he tells the uh, gas attendant, Carl, he goes, well, take care of this gentleman here first and then we can talk. Like it's like a deal going down. And he comes over, helps me. We don't really talk uh, just so that he, they can figure all this out. And I just want it out of there. And I, I start to leave. And all of a sudden, I hear the guy say, uh, Carl said to the guy, So, what did you want again? And I leave and I go to my car, which was on the side of the building. And as I pull away, I look to see if I can see the guy still inside. And I didn't see him. So my immediate thought was, Oh, phew. This guy came to his senses and didn't get a corn dog from the trash can. Now, a couple of days go by, and I go in there and I see someone else that I know there. And I kind of mentioned the story to them vaguely because, you know, I didn't want to take up any kind of line or anything. And she mentioned, I don't remember her name. I don't really know her that well, but she just mentioned, she was like, yeah, it's kind of weird. She was like, I don't know. But like, you know, typically we turn our ovens off around six or seven. So sheriff this corn dog would have been sitting there for 4 to 3 hours under a heat lamp. Well, at least it was under a heat lamp. I mean, well, not much of one, but enough of one. But I wouldn't think that that corn dog was still good. When you love something, don't give this man any credit. <laughs> when you love
1: something <laughs> as strongly and as purely as this man, you're willing to do anything. Mm. Well, even even
0: even, yeah, dumpster dive. Well, that was so that so, so I mentioned it to that other attendant two days later. The following day, I go back in there one evening and I see Carl there, and so I asked him. I said, "Carl, d- do you remember that guy that came in here, one that corn dog that you threw away?" And he had to think for a minute. He goes, "Oh yeah, I was like, did he actually get a corn dog?" And he goes, "Yeah, man, he actually did." Now, I don't know if he sold him the corn dog. He may have just been like, I guess you can have it since it was in the trash. <laughs> oh my I God. guess. I don't know. I didn't ask him if he paid for it or not because there was a line forming. But yeah, he confirmed to me that, yes, in fact, that man who was a normal looking man did, in fact, get a corn dog from the trash can at 11 o'clock at night. I mean, and, I'm and, trying and to then, make a case for this guy. And then ate it. It's just free food is free food, but. Trash can, but this wasn't. But this wasn't a guy that looked like he needed to do that. It looked and like it was just like this guy had this weird craving late at night for corn dogs and thought, "I'm here for it, and I'm not leaving without it," which just seems very strange. I mean, the munchies make people do
1: very strange things. I wouldn't be surprised.
0: Well, if you just had to have a corn dog, I guess. All right. Well, no, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think the corn dog situation is just altogether weird. And I felt very uncomfortable in that situation.
1: Knowing I, that a abso- man. Am...
0: I absolutely understand.
1: Okay. I just, um, I maybe, maybe because I wasn't there, like I, I didn't see the look in the man's face as he, you know, asked for these trash dogs. Sure. But even, even hearing the description, just. I
0: don't know. It's impossible to love something that much. <laughs> okay. At least for um, me. We're going to jump to the second story, Sheriff, which you're a part of. <gasps> the second story incl- involves my birthday. Um, Recently, it was my birthday Uh, within this month of July. Um, And so part of the day I spent with you. It was. We went and got some Chinese buffet food, which was average to above average would you say i would say that and then sheriff gave me a little bit of a his own version of uh, a sweet treat uh review yeah i'm very particular about food now ever since i learned how to cook and how I'm many of way too many youtube videos how many of those sweet treats at this chinese buffet would you because you got you got six things on your plate if i remember correctly. Yeah, I wanted to try little bits of everything, so I got little teeny tiny pieces just to try them out. And how many of those six would you have said was a passing grade? <laughs> well, when it comes to
1: me and food, I usually try to grade things, I like, guess, fairly as possible, right? So I'd like to mm-hmm. know, grade system A, B, C, D, E, F. Um, Typically, if something can get at least a C, I'm like, eh, I'd eat it again. Uh-huh. But in this case, <laughs> C was pretty much the highest grade available. So yeah. I, mean, I need to curve the hell out of it. It's throwing, the, it's throwing my grading, my grading scale off. So, so
0: there was like uh so from memory, there's a brownie. There was a rice crispy treat. It's just was... a
1: rice crispy treat that you could have gotten. I'm pretty sure they just got, you know, those sheets of rice crispy treats that they have at gas stations sometimes? No. It looked like. You know the like the really big sheets of rice krispie treats? No. That they have sometimes around holidays. No. You don't know what I'm talking about. They're like not not
0: at gas stations.
1: That's the only place I've seen them. I've never seen them anywhere
0: else. When the holidays come around again, you're gonna have to take me there because I do not know what you're talking about.
1: It's at like every pilot.
0: Around what holiday? Christmas. Oh, well then, this year for Christmas we're gonna stop a pilot and find out. Other gas stations are available. <laughs> yeah, we're not specifically sponsored by. Well, Lions. so anyway, anyway, so you had um, there was a rice Krispie treat, there was a brownie, there was like this little like like layered looking cake almost thing. There was pudding, and you had like a cannoli kind of thing. And it was a, of, it was a cream puff, and cream puff. and out of me... all of those things. Most of them got failing grades. Most of them you didn't even want to finish. The only thing you did finish for sure and enjoyed was, in fact, the Rice Krispie Treat. Mind you, with sprinkles on top. On one I side. Didn't, I didn't really care about the sprinkles.
1: They didn't I don't care it. for sprinkles. And uh, in this case, they were just kind of insult to injury. And I protested the entire occasion. Did you? I have very much a sweet tooth. And I could talk about sweets and my standards for sweets all day long, but I'm gonna Oh, well, we don't
0: that. yeah, yeah, we don't need to get into that. I don't want to hear about that
1: um i was I was <laughs> of the entire thing. there was one thing edible, And then I like cream puffs a lot. But uh-huh. the cream puff, when I bit into it, I don't like whenever you know when people say like, oh, it tastes like cardboard or like, oh, it would, like fill apart and it tastes like sodas in my mouth. And like, I always thought that was exaggeration. But this time, it actually tasted like cardboard that somebody had squeezed some aerosol cream whip on top of. Yeah, And that really bothered me. Mm. I guess I I
0: can understand.
1: You don't understand, like, you don't understand. Do you like cream puffs? Have you ever had a cream puff, man?
0: Uh, No to either of those.
1: Yeah, that's what I thought. So it's a matter of, of, of being excited for something and then having the rug cut out from under you, not just pulled out from under you, cut out so that you fall down into a pit of despair (laughs) happy birthday
0: yeah Uh, yeah (laughs) that was my birthday (laughs) well my birthday's not today but anyway so uh after that we decided to drive around we're just going to drive around talk we haven't talked like just one-on-one in a while and kind of hung out and we decided i have this book called it's like the from the the british tv show the taskmaster uh starring greg davis and it's a great show uh basically he gets a bunch of comedians um to do a bunch of ridiculous tasks uh to earn points to win a statue of his head um and they made a book about it so people could play on their own and i have a book copy (laughs) i have a book copy i have a copy of that book and so i thought well maybe sheriff and i can find a couple in here that we might enjoy and we flipped through. It turns out a lot of them involved more than one person or more than two people, really. And so a lot of them we couldn't do. We got stuck on one of them, though. We did try two or three, but one of them really stuck out to us, and it spent most of the evening attempting it. Now, well, Sheriff, it, started,
1: I, it started in the afternoon and ended. like we We transcended the entire day doing this.
0: Most of the day. I'd say we started around... One o'clock and got, you know, I say that we took a long, we actually didn't take as long as you might think. I think it was from like one to five. So we spent like four hours roughly. I'd say. I got back home at like seven o'clock, dude. Like six or seven o'clock. Did, I, don't, I don't think so. Well, I got back home when I went opened on. my computer it was like 608. Hold on. I can actually confirm this because after I dropped you off, I called my Faja. Ah, uh, yes. My father. Father man. I can find out exactly what time I called. I called at 530.
1: Ah, uh, yeah. So it was roughly, like, I, I so. spent some time downstairs before I went upstairs. But
0: yeah, it was, it was super, like, 30 minutes off is not that much. No, I know. So we spent about four and a half hours trying to do this task. Now, Sheriff, oh, let me, get, hold on. You're going to hear my chair squeaking a little bit. Oh! Because I'm getting the book. I'm making a lot of noises. I apologize for you podcast listeners. So, Sheriff, before I say what the task was, what would be the one word you would des- excuse me, the one word you would describe how you felt about this task? Well, at
1: first at first it was it was it was fun. It was just like a bit of 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 just, you know, oh, it was a little bit of jokey, pranky fun. But then it quickly devolved into despair and then numbness that's the thing i remember most is just just the numbness and and pursuit of trying to get this challenge done
0: right well are you ready to hear the challenge yeah so we this task included you being in your car they had different sections and one of the sections included being in the car and this task was without opening the window or using your car horn make a pedestrian give you a thumbs up, fastest wins. So what Sheriff and I wound up doing was we made a deal that only, we couldn't use the people in front using the windshield. We could only use the people to our left or to our right. I got the left side as the driver. Sheriff got the right as the passenger. So basically it made it fair and we would take each other at each other's word if we got a thumbs up or not. Oh, and, this is right, we trust each other. So we drove around Turkey Creek. um, Other Turkey Creeks are available. And we drove around where a lot of pedestrians were, most of them wearing masks, which was really nice to see. And we were just giving out thumbs up. uh, Thumbs up. Uh, And what we did was we made fools of ourselves for about four and a half hours, uh, roughly. Most people ignored us. Half of the people that ignored us were on their phones, so they didn't even recognize us, uh, giving a thumbs up to them. Um, Sheriff, I would say, how many people would you say, from your memory, gave you you like looks of disgust when you gave them a thumbs up? I don't know. I'm trying to block it out of memory. Well, bring it back out. No. (laughs) Do it. All right, so let's see. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I can count two on the top of my head. Well,
1: it, it what, what do you consider a look of disgust? I only thought that there was only one person who was truly, truly hostile. The what? <laughs> <laughs> there are other people who were I, I don't know if I would count it as disgust more than Oh, I know of two. I don't know. They they were really looking down their masks at me. <laughs>
0: there was that there was the girl outside of the Walmart with look like, what looked like to her maybe her mom. And then there was the woman outside of the cheesecake factory near the mall with her husband or boyfriend.
1: Yeah, I can, I can. I mean, I can tell you who it was. I know who it was. Uh, it's
0: just a matter of. Oh, they look like like. Here's it. the thing, if you if you really want people to be confused, like here's the thing: if you're driving down the interstate or down the road and you see someone, you can give them a head nod or a wave, and they'll probably respond with the same thing—a wave or a nod—and not even think about it, right? If you want to feel completely uncomfortable and make people think you are a psychopath, apparently, give them a thumbs up without saying a thing. And they will think you are the most insane person on this planet because that's what kept happening to us. Constantly, people were just looking at us like we were weirdos or they wouldn't give us any kind of response. You know, Sheriff got a peace sign. I got like a wave. No, no, no. One no, no. Gave- I was.
1: The- OK, don't set it up like that. OK, let me set this up properly
0: all right why <laughs> yes a yes let the anger flow through you okay so i think we
1: need to go through and go in order kind of, of all right of you take how. over you take over so marcus i'm just gonna go tell them already how your side went because your
0: side ends much earlier than mine we kept going to different places just thinking of places we thought people would be walking around and maybe we could get a thumbs up and it took a long time and then finally we drove up near the Starbucks and these two younger guys, I'd say. Starbucks. 18, yeah. It was a Starbucks.
1: That, no, no, no. It was the fish store. Not the fish store. The freaking, there was a Chinese place. And then there was a stub store right next to like a firehouse subs or something. It was on the, in, next to the Kroger.
0: Yeah, it was actually the Kroger. It was a Starbucks. though, my dude,
1: no, it wasn't. I live there, dude. doesn't matter.
0: <laughs> okay. We'll talk about this later. They were going into a building. I'm and... Google maps right now. All right, go for it. So they're going into this store and they look like they were their late teens, early 20s. So they were younger than us, but old enough to drive. And they were walking in. And so I just decided because we were doing it all day, I was like, "Ah, right, let's see if these guys would give me a thumbs up. So I gave, you know, every time I give a thumbs up, I kind of give like a small smile, nothing creepy, just like a, hey, how's it going kind of thing. Kind of like what you would do if you waved. Like if you just saw someone you didn't know and you're like, you know, kind of give a little wave and didn't say anything. I just did the Hi, same thing, that? but with the thumbs up. And so I gave him a thumbs up, and they both gave me a thumbs up back. And it was beautiful. And Sheriff even got excited in that moment, but only for a moment, because immediately he became enraged. It's just, that was the moment
1: when I realized that I thought it was random. Mm -hmm. But
0: life was just intending to screw me over from the beginning. (laughs) Well, then we decided to spend like another hour or so uh, in other places trying to get more thumbs up. And in fact, Sheriff and I made a deal that we would do it one more time, and whoever would get a thumbs up after, the loser, would have to roll down the window and ask somebody two questions. One, they'd roll the window down, find somebody, and go, excuse me, <laughs> what is wrong with me? Why won't people give me thumbs up? And the, the attack supposed to give us a thumbs up. I don't think it would do that. Probably not. Then then we had to find somebody else, and that same loser would then have to ask a different person. Excuse me, ma'am or sir, do you know the lyrics to Bop' by
1: Hanson? And I, I, I really don't know how that's supposed to get us a thumbs up, but it would get us,
0: hopefully, an impromptu concert. That's what we'd hope for. So anyway, we decided to go again for another hour and a half or so, and we never did get any other thumbs up from either of us. So I still got one. But, you know, it's one of those things where if you do it with a friend, try to watch the person giving the thumbs up and the person's reaction to it, because it was so cringeworthy. Um, It made me uncomfortable, but then it also made you uncomfortable when you would do it to somebody and then they would look at you and go, you're you're a sociopath.
1: (laughs) Okay, there's a difference between the ways sometimes that, uh, you know... Sometimes you would be driving faster, and sometimes you would be forced to slow down because there's oh, more traffic.
0: Oh, man. I'm telling you, now, there was a part of me that wanted to stop next to someone and just hold the thumbs up until they responded.
1: Yeah, I know, I know, I know. But I feel like in some situations, that would just not help.
0: No, probably and not. And at the worst, it would make it absolutely worse. <laughs> Sheriff, uh, we still have one more story, but before we get to that, I want you to give just... If you had to describe this thumbs up experience to somebody who's never done it before, from your point of view, how would you describe it? And let, I'm telling you, let the anger th- just flow through you. I don't have anger.
1: <laughs> it's not. It's not the the, my, the feelings I feel are not as as base and simple as anger. This is something that elicited a much more. Uh, I don't know it's more of an existential crisis than anything
0: because mm-hmm. the
1: thing that you get most from trying to do something so simple as get a thumbs up from someone another human being another uh another creature existing on this land just extending an an olive branch of some sort via a quick hand gesture and 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 getting absolutely nothing in response there's nothing that makes you feel more invisible than that and that grows on you after four hours, you know? <laughs> and, and and there was no change. You got yours, man. I mean, you're able to ride that wave. But me, it was just constant, constant rejection. And like from something so innocuous. I, I, I like to think of myself as a pretty optimistic person, but I lost a little bit of faith in humanity that day. <laughs> thumbs up, man. to give up, it to everybody. Man. If somebody ever gives me a thumbs up, I'm going to freaking return it. Just out of
0: spite. Okay. So here's the final story, and then we're going to move into the final bits of the show. Um, myself, our good old friend, Cody... From the Legends of Cody. It's not a Legends of Cody story necessarily. Uh maybe. You know what? It's a Legends of Cody story. Hit it. This is the Legends of Cody. So anyway, um, we were heading to uh, Athens, Georgia for a weekend trip, me, Cody, and Brett. And before Sheriff says anything, I would have invited Sheriff, but we were all splitting a hotel cost, and Sheriff clearly would not have done that. No offense. Um, well, I mean, I
1: wasn't going to say anything, but, you know. Well,
0: typically you do, so I was just getting ahead of it this time. Well, I'm not. <laughs> I hope you're proud. Anyway. I am. So there's a two part to the story. Um, The quickest part of it is that when we got to the hotel, Cody goes up to the woman at the register. Um, She was wearing a mask and Cody goes, hey, can we get one room uh, for two nights with a king size bed? And she looks back at him, looks at me and Brett as well and goes, are all three of you staying in one room? And he goes, yeah. She (laughs) squints her eyes a little bit and she goes, you know, I can get you a room with two queen-sized beds, and it's the same price. And Cody kind of responded with, oh, well, okay. And then I asked him later, I said, Cody, was your plan to have us sleeping all in one bed, like Three Stooges style, head, foot, head, like just like alternating? Like, what was the plan here? Why, why would you try to get us one king-sized bed for the three of us over two days? And he didn't have a response. He just didn't. I, I guess he just didn't really think it through. I don't know why he thought maybe he thought it would be cheaper, I guess. I don't know. I mean, it's only one bed versus two beds. I mean, it's logical I, to think that. It oh, was just so. I've never, lots. I've never like been like, I've never laughed so hard after when we walked away because <laughs> she literally looked at us like we were crazy. She was like, all three of you staying in one room? Like, <laughs> like it's pretty. It's pretty. And I mean, I can't blame them. I'd be questioning as well. Oh, of course i kind of wish she had done it because then i would have thought about it later and thought wait a minute why are we doing this <laughs> good god <laughs> well anyway so the main part of the story is this and uh is on our way up uh cody used to work for a company i can't remember the name of it but i wouldn't say it anyway where he would go to different states to work on machines and while he would work on the machines he'd he'd you know he'd travel throughout the week come home on weekends uh in tennessee and weekends and then uh he would go to like georgia, alabama, different places just to work on machines right and on his way through leaving tennessee he saw this old man alongside the road he described this old man as kind of like in his 70s or 80s like d- genuinely an older man but he was really well dressed kind of like he was going to church like just he looked like he was all right he just looked like a you know a nice old man And so he pulled over, and it's kind of like a highway almost. And he pulls over and asks the guy, he's like, hey, are you okay? Like, is everything all right? And the guy kind of responds without using real words, just like kind of mumbling loudly. And so, and Cody uh, is kind of confused. And it turns out, I think the guy starts to reach for the door and starts to get into the car. And so Cody's kind of confused. And so he apparently decides to take him to this nearest gas station. And he goes inside and talks to the woman, and he goes, hey, I found this older man on the side of the road. Uh, I don't know, he, he doesn't seem to really talk that much, and I don't know um, what to do. And she goes, oh, that's old Bill. He does that. He, some, he'll, he'll, he does that sometimes. And he <laughs> goes, he goes uh, oh, okay, well, I guess I'll try to get a hold of the sheriff's department. And she's like, okay, you can do that if you want it. And so he goes down to the to the police station, or maybe he calls the police station. He does one of the two things. I think he called. Let's assume he either called or went there. But anyway, he talks to the sheriff of the police department in that local town. And he goes, uh, hey, I just, there's this old man I found on the side of the road. And the guy interrupts him. And the sheriff goes, ah, yeah, that's old Bill. He does that sometimes. And... Apparently, he found out through either the person at the gas station or the police officer that Old Bill apparently has Alzheimer's, lives with his daughter, and they 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 let him wander around. That seems unsafe. And the whole town is like, ah, yeah, that's normal. It's just Old Bill. <laughs> that's just, that's just what he much... does.
1: Yeah, I'm a little worried about that.
0: <laughs> well, then. <laughs> People wandering the- around Alzheimer's is not the best situation. Well, then Cody starts to leave, right? And as he's heading out, he sees a woman, I think he said her daughter kind of on the side of the road on the phone. So he kind of got wanted to make sure they were okay. And cuz they had their car pulled over, so it was like not that they were also wandering around, <laughs> but he just uh, pulled over and said, "Hey, are you guys okay?" And she goes, "Yeah, we just found this old man on the side of the road." Oh my god. <laughs> And Cody like leans over and goes, let me tell you about old Bill. (laughs) (laughs) And apparently he just explained it to her the same way he found out. And she goes, well, should I call the police or the sheriff's department? And he goes, you can, but they're going to tell you the same thing I just told you. And and then he drove off and he told us about this. And we were like, as we were driving through the same area, we were all three of us were like, I really hope we run into old Bill. I, I want this encounter. I don't know why we wanted it so badly, but we wanted to meet Old Bill, and now he's like he's a legend, to, to us anyways. Uh, one day I'll meet Old Bill. Although this was a couple of years ago, so hopefully he's still around. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, making it a lot darker than it needed to be. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, that was first. That was story time um sheriff but here's what we're going to talk about next and this is going to be a little bit quicker than story time we over the how many years has it been since we started this podcast like a like a a year and a half roughly we have how many episodes we're almost we're getting close to 60 i believe absolutely i think this is 59 or 58 let me find out right now this is going to be 59 awesome so we're almost hitting 60 And over the 60, almost 60 episodes, you and I have had multiple um, desires, uh, multiple missions, if you will, that we have talked about. We've attempted a few of them by emailing some companies that haven't panned out whatsoever. But Sheriff, we we do have some other missions. Some we've worked on, some we haven't. And I think... I think it's time that we go over all of our missions right now with the Todds, And if we think of any new ideas of how we can accomplish these missions, then we will mention it and uh, f- we'll figure it out. Maybe some Todds can reach out and say, Hey, here's an idea. This is how you can accomplish said mission. So number one mission, Sheriff, are you ready? Yep. Our first mission is to get, uh, make Jake Gyllenhaal my best friend. How's that going? <laughs> <laughs> not well um, I have not heard from him on, on the DMs of uh, Instagram if you haven't heard about it I emailed or messaged him on Instagram to see if he'd go see the movie with me and Sheriff and the movie he didn't... in theaters I think yeah it was during the time when the movie was in theaters for the, the new Spider-Man movie and he did not reply but he didn't block me so there's uh, some good things there uh, the second option was going to be and that he was going to go to this like kind of Comic-Con thing and we were going to maybe have me go and pay a bunch of money to get him to like autograph or do a photo with me to which I would then mention the podcast. And then COVID happened and that threw that those plans out the window. So those plans are still a potential down the road at another Comic-Con-esque thing. Um, but let me ask you this, Sheriff. Is there anything else that I could be doing to get a hold of him that you're aware of? this one i don't i
1: mean this one is a stretch to begin with like there's not much you can do that that
0: doesn't warrant maybe a restraining order so you're saying i should contact his uh his agent right okay let's go with that we'll reach out and see if he wants to do an interview second mission bill murray will also be my best friend What is it with you and trying to expand your social circle, man? I'm tired of being me and you. <laughs> you just want rich friends. I want famous friends. No, also, they're kind of cool people. Bill Murray is going to be more elusive. He's going to be more difficult to get a hold of. I still want to try to find his uh, 1-800 number. I don't know how I'm going to be able to do that. Um, I think I just need to walk around Charleston, South Carolina, when the virus is over and hope I run into him. Um, there you go. Who That's knows? That's plan. Do That's that plan. yeah. I'll just have to wait till the virus is over. <sighs> Jeez. Um, the third mission, Sheriff. Um, we have our public access TV show. Um, we have the show after dinner mints. We have talked about it. I I promised I was gonna make a wheel. I have yet to do that, but I will, I promise. And as soon as the COVID stuff is over, that one's pretty easy to get done because all we got to do is sign up at the public access building and start filming. All we have to do is make the wheel and then we're good to go. So what can
1: we do to make that more reality? We should probably finish
0: working on the song for the intro. Oh yeah, that's true. We need to finish the song, build the wheel. And if I can give you some um, criticism, stop learning to cook because then you're going to make me lose every time.
1: I can't help it. I started cooking out of necessity. I
0: guess. I guess I need, I need to start doing
1: the same. The necessity um, was I wanted <sighs> to eat food, and there was nothing, nothing ready-made. And I, I can only microwave so much before it started to become either a health risk or an explosion. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. And here is the final mission. There's a movie we've talked about. It's called What We Do in the Shadows. Um, one of my favorite movies. It's uh about vampires, like a documentary style. And in said movie, I found out there was this poster. Now, sheriff, there's a bit of a story to this. I know I said the story time was over, but is story time ever over? Yeah, when we say it's over, well, it's not over. It's coming back. <laughs> Probably just some bullet points. This. Yeah, I made some bullet points in our Discord server so I can remember all of our missions. So we have four oh, yeah. missions total. So in so I was, on, look, I was looking up what we do in the shadows, the movie specifically, there is a TV show. Um, Cause I was just kind of curious, um, you know, I don't know, I wanted to go on Wikipedia for some reason to look at it. On Wikipedia, they have a photo of what we do in the shadows. And it's a different poster than what I've seen. It's a very movie-esque poster. It kind of reminds me of like Star Wars or Harry Potter or Jaws in a bit in a, in a way. Um, I'm pulling up the picture so I can send it to Sheriff in Discord so he can know what I'm talking about. Um,
1: I've
0: seen it. <laughs> oh, you so see, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'll you should post it. I'll probably post it on Instagram as well, um, just so everyone else knows which poster I'm talking about. Well, Sheriff, I went on a bit of a, a rampage, if you will, trying to find where this poster was because below it on Wikipedia it says. That it was a theatrical poster and i thought hmm i haven't seen that poster i don't know if that is theatrical or not so i was scouring the internet trying to find it because it's a beautiful poster Um, and i wound up going to imdb where it's also there so i know that it's not a fan-made poster i started going on amazon and ebay trying to find this poster somewhere, thinking, well, maybe this poster was just released in New Zealand. Maybe that's why. Um, The only thing I got close to was on eBay. Someone was selling a a magnet of that poster. and I'm like, that's not what I want, though. So I started Google Imaging. I, I don't know if you're aware, Sheriff, but there's this really cool thing you can do on Google where you can search for images. Yeah, reverse image search. Yes, I did that. Pretty neato and i didn't find anything again (laughs) (laughs) great this poster is eluding me so i've learned i'm going to do two two things i've decided the first thing i decided to do i was talking to our good friend clint and i told clint i said clint i am going to direct message taika watiti the director and uh, writer and star of what we do in the shadows i'm going to directly message him on instagram yeah, because your
1: track it. record has been so good with messaging high-profile exactly. people.
0: <laughs> so here's what's going to happen, Sheriff. I'm going to read the message that I've created to send him. Now, mind you, you can't add anything to this message. You can only take away because I've hit the limit. But here's what I plan on sending Taiko with and I want your honest opinion. I don't want a couple words. I want you to dissect it if you have to. Hello there. My name is Marcus. I am, of course, a fan of your work. I've loved Hunt for the Wilder People, Jojo Rabbit, Thor, and What We Do in the Shadows. The last one is why I'm writing you. I will be sending an image of a poster for this movie following this message. Now, on Wikipedia, it says below this image that it was a theatrical poster, but I had never seen it. I have, however, seen the, uh, the others, such as the one used on IMDb. I have been searching high and low trying to find this poster but it has evaded me. (laughs) In fact, I've discussed it on my podcast. I won't plug it. Not many listeners. I'm preemptively, you know, preparing to send this message. I find it mesmerizing. If I'm going to be honest with you, it reminds me of a Star Wars, Harry Potter, or Jaws kind of poster. I wanted to ask if there was any way you could get your hands on this poster and kindly send it to me. I'll pay shipping. You're more than welcome to sign it if you'd like but no pressure because genuinely I just want the poster. Thank you for your time. Thoughts? <laughs> well, I mean it's a it's an impassioned request. It's definitely not I mean it's worded well. Um I mean I just wanted him to know I he can sign it if he wants, but I just want a poster.
1: Yeah, well that's the, that's what I was thinking like you probably want to say that your <laughs> way that you phrase it makes it seem like you're expecting him to give it to you for free. <laughs> and you're just gonna pay for the shipping? Like I'm more than shipping. happy to pay for the shipping. <laughs> so you might want to say I'm happy to pay for it, and the shipping's on me. Something like that. That way you don't come off as a beggar.
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't see what's wrong with what. I mean, I was willing to pay shipping, Sheriff. Yeah, but
1: I mean, I don't, well, yeah. if it's where is he? Where does he live? Does he live in America or does he live in? Pretty New sure he. Zealand? I'm pretty sure he lives in New Zealand. Okay. Yeah. So that's going to be a lot in shipping. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah, man. How much do you want the poster?
0: Real bad. <laughs> well, you're probably well. Here's have to here's a bit more happening. than shipping. <laughs> now, there's also development in the story. Oh. I already? talked to, I talked to our dwarf giant resident Clint, and I, I said to Clint, "Hey, Clint, <laughs> I'm trying to find this poster." So he thought he'd try to help me. Well, guess what? He couldn't find it either. However, he did find the man who made the artwork. Oh, that's a better prospect. Exactly. He found the person who actually made it. So I went on to this guy's website. His name is Jeremy Saunders. And I thought, what better way to get this poster than from the man himself. So that's what I did. I went to his website, found the artwork on his page. So I know it's his. He even has a section that says store. I went on the section where it says store. It's not available there, but he does have a contact on there. So I figured we should email him as well as message Taiko Atiti. Hell yeah, let's do it. So that's what we're going to do. Um, that sounds I like a s- solid plan. I say, you get to write this email for me. I'm oh, not going to use my personal email. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and g- g- give me give me your version of a message that I should send to Jeremy. Or should I just copy and paste and send it to him, what I would have sent to Tyka?
1: Yeah, I think that, well, what you should do is is use the basic skeleton of what you wrote to Taika right. and just kind Probably of Stuff yeah, about uh, him making the movie and everything.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I probably shouldn't ask him to autograph it. I mean, you could. There's no I reason could. To
1: Yeah. Might make him feel a bit better. Like, hey, sure. Cool, this guy wants an autograph.
0: So, I, so those are our missions, Sheriff, to get this poster, to make Bill Murray and Jake Hall my best friends, no offense, and start our public access TV show. We have four missions so far. And I'm going to send out these messages soon. And hopefully. We will we will we will get the poster, we'll get our TV show, and we'll have famous friends.
1: Yes. So the missions in order are one get yes Hold Jake on. Gyllenhaal to be your best friend and Bill yes. Murray to be also your best friend, and yes. to get you a poster. Uh huh. And then a public ass TV show. And
0: then we get us a TV show. Yes. So I'm, I'm trying to understand where, yes, what's your point?
1: Well, I mean, it seems like, you know, you're getting the the bigger end of the
0: stick. Listen, I'm sure I can share my friends with you.
1: I mean, will you though? No. And that's something I know from the beginning. (laughs) So I'm thinking, Uh, do I even want to help you? Should I help you? Should I steal Jake Gyllenhaal for myself? (laughs) <laughs> should this become a competition for his
0: love yes <gasps> what if that's our secondary uh, public access show trying to win over <laughs> jake jill hall it'd be like a weird bachelor spinoff yeah exactly that's that's what i'm saying but it's only for jake jill hall and me and you as his best friend and it's only platonic of course well i think that wraps up this episode you know we had some stories i think some pretty good stories we talked about a corn dog, thumbs up. Hey everyone, give Todd's look at the person next to you. And if you don't know them or you do know them, give them a thumbs up. Yeah. And don't if explain. There's nobody
1: there, if there's nobody there, give give a thumbs up anyway, but send it out into the ether.
0: So yeah, like you, yeah.
1: I may I may experience it through the energies of the universe. Mm. So, so you can receive them. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah,
1: you got yours.
0: You got (laughs) yours. I know, Sheriff. Say anything. (laughs) I know. I'm sorry. Hey, buddy. Yeah, what I'm giving you a thumbs up from my chair.
1: Oh, thanks. But you got yours, and I'm still, (laughs) I'm still mad at you. Send us home, buddy. Of course. I might still be a little salty about the 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 whole the whole. Uh, oh,
0: I'm aware. I'm aware.
1: So just maybe send us home me. still. No, I mean just let me th- let me just say something, guys. Uh, it's not a big deal to give somebody a thumbs up, okay? I don't want. I want to. I'm gonna give somebody a thumbs up every day until the day that I forget to, and I get over it.
0: Have so you done one like today? To
1: think, yes. I've just made the it.
0: decision now. Okay. Oh, so, starting tomorrow.
1: Yeah. Or even today if I find somebody. All right. Just, I don't want anybody to experience that pain ever again. Okay.
0: Please anyway. end the podcast.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I could talk about this for a while, but I'm not. I can either. tell. But I could. But and do you think we should? We could a little bit. I mean, come on.
0: Release me <laughs> from this <laughs> torment
1: ah guys Todd's thank you so much for tuning in again and uh, we want to hear your ideas stuff you want to hear more of or uh, stuff you want to see us talk about or experience so definitely talk to us on our media Instagram Um, you can email us at nonsensicalbrilliance at Mm gmail.com and uh, we are also open on again Instagram and Twitter and we are always happy to hear from you um do you have anything else you want to say before we head
0: off i would like to say give sheriff a thumbs up because he desperately needs it (laughs) you sounded so (laughs) sad there at the end bless your cards as you can hear real quick <laughs> before we bless off uh um, i don't know if you can clearly hear my my little buddy here flynn has been very upset with me for having my door shut so i went and opened the door and now he's in my room and he's still being upset with me that's so you're hearing my dog flynn hello okay well at least dogs are nice i don't have a that's dog. true i just want to I point to out because if someone up. you know if someone was listening to this podcast and they were like hey i hear a dog where'd that come from it's because him Okay, bless you, Todd. <laughs> bless you, Todd.